Welcome to another episode of Brain Bless. Today we've got Jamie Gannon, the co-founder of Continuum. Her team is building the education platform for creators. She's a genius in all things creator economy. Enjoy our conversation covering TikTok growth, design freelancing, thrift shopping, and much more. All right, sweet. So like any good startup, it begins with a dropout. Uh, how, did, how did you uh, drop out of school? What's your story? And uh, yeah. yeah, tell me. Yeah, um, so I actually dropped out of high school, which not a lot of people know about. Um, I ended up leaving at like 16, I got my GED. Um, and then I started pursuing design and I was like, okay, I guess I'll, maybe I'll go to art school. So I applied to some, didn't end up going. At the time I was working at Starbucks and they had this like ASU online program. Also 2020 was like when I would have been a freshman. So COVID stuff. Um, and yeah, and basically I was in school for a little bit online and the opportunity cost of going to school was like too high because I would have to turn down like freelancing stuff and then eventually continuum. Um, also costs a lot of freaking money. So yeah, I mean, pretty, I guess pretty atypical uh, dropout situation. I don't meet a lot of high school dropouts, but yeah. Yeah, I I only know one or two maybe, and uh, they're doing good now, both both finishing up college and, and doing mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah, it's it's a rare. Um, yeah, I guess I'm curious about how did you meet your co-founder? Yeah, um, so in 2020, like I said, uh, I was like a freelancer. I was doing like brand strategy, brand design, social media strategy, and um, I had gotten into some like design with like tech stuff, like doing some branding for some Web three companies. Um, really didn't know much about the space, but I did know that I liked it. So I wanted to get more into tech. So I started joining like different like Slack groups and group chats. And one of them was Gen Z VCs. And one night at like 9 p.m., I happened to be, you know, just perusing one of the channels. And I saw my co-founder Jason post about Continuum, which at the time was like a freelancing tools platform um, that hit, focused on creatives and Gen Z. And that was like very much my vibe. I, I made content about that at the time and still do. But yeah, I just kind of cold emailed him. I was like, hey, do you need help with like social media, I think would be a great fit. Um, and then we ended up being quite a good fit. Uh, we worked together for like about a month and then he offered me co-founder and I came on in like January of 2021. So it's been like a year and three months now that we've been together. Wow. Okay. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Congratulations as well. Um, where do you, where do you post most of your content? Um, Instagram was like my first platform. Um, I really liked doing like carousels and stuff like that. That's how I started. Um, I guess nowadays I post a lot on Twitter. I don't really consider that my content, but uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and then sometimes Pinterest when I get around to it. Got you. So I just started posting TikToks. They're goofy as hell, kind of just funny tech hot takes or silly ones. Uh, Any advice for growing a TikTok? Um, I mean, for growing a TikTok, it's just, you have to put, like the, the more time you put into it, the more like you'll get out of it. So like just posting as much as you can, um, I wish it came more naturally to me. I, I find that I, I pick up Twitter and, and want to write something like more often than I want to film something. Um, but yeah, just posting all the time. Like if you can post like 10 times a day, like do that. And then it's also <laughs> like a great way to like iterate too and get like data on like what people want. Um, so also if you have a video that blows up, like instantly like jump on that, like part twos or, or creating series around it or responding to comments. Um, that's always been like super helpful when I've had those couple like viral worthy moments. Okay, that's really smart. And yeah, I've been thinking a lot about how TikTok's a really solid MVP for YouTube videos. Mm, yeah. And um, even like, like I was uh, on a similar parallel. Uh, my girlfriend just told me that Yik Yak is back 
And yeah. so now I'm using Yik Yak to test funny tweets. And it's that fun. is genius. That is so smart. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of like content ecosystems, um, both for testing and also just like making your life easier. So something performs well on TikTok, post on Instagram, post on Pinterest, make a tweet out of it, make a blog post out of it, like just squeeze all of the content you can out of any idea. Yeah, I think also, I think it's genius. Yeah, I've also been um, screwing around with friends and just telling them that I'm trying to go viral on Yik Yak and uh, because it's the stupidest thing in the world, like you can't get yeah. anything from that, but it's kind of fun. Um, so you, you write blogs as well? Um, I don't write blogs. I do write like carousel posts, maybe like mini blogs. Um, but I haven't done any like long form content really. Got you. Got you. Very cool. Um, and how'd you start designing and find your first freelance gig as well? I feel like that's important. Yeah. Um, so I had like graphic design class, actually let me back up. So I ran like fan pages in middle school. Um, <laughs> but up until a couple months ago, if you asked me like when I started designing, I would have just said, you know, like, oh, I took a graphic design class in high school, but I started making like, uh, you know, like fan page posts, like little blogs and edits and stuff like that. When I was like 13 and then I kind of forgot about it for a couple of years. So I was like really bullish on going like politics or journalism. Um, and then I kind of picked back up. I took a design class. Um, I liked it. I was good at it. Um, like I said, I ended up following more of like the, the politics path and then everything with Trump happened and I got like super kind of like demoralized. So I was like, you know what, let me try this design thing again, just for fun. Um, and being a self-taught designer, a lot of the content you consume, uh, it happens to be very business related too. So I kind of just like fell into freelancing, um, put together a portfolio using like Wix, started posting on Instagram, um, started using like Upwork, um, applying for like any gig I could. One of my first gigs was like making t-shirt designs for like Amazon, like stuff like best dad or like nurse, like things like that. I was getting paid like $4 per design. Um, it was very fun. Um, yeah, like my first like real gig was like a, like a branding project for like 800 bucks. Um, and I followed like this video from like the future, which must be familiar. They're like a super big, like creative education, YouTube channel, um, to a T, uh, ended up kind of sucking, but yeah, that's, kind of how I got started. Got you. Yeah, I, I actually have a similar story regarding that uh, design. I started like, my grandpa was a graphic designer a little bit and I saw him do it when I was like 10 or 11. And so I started screwing around on Photoshop and GIMP and then uh, started posting stickers on Redbubble and, and ended yeah. up selling like a lot, like 20 grand worth. And cool. it was crazy by the time I was like 18. And then the copyright police came and got me, but um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't been as design. Like, I didn't realize design for so long was just like, oh, it's, it's everything, you know, Yeah. it's not just making art. It's the whole product. It's everything. Yeah. I, that was one thing too, that when I, in like ninth grade, I took that design class. Um, the reason I wanted to stay with like politics journalism, because I thought like, oh, design is like art. It's not, it's not very intellectual. And I was very like, you know, I want to be challenged. I, I want to be like a smart person. So that's why I didn't follow through on it. But actually again, back to the future, like when I found out about branding and like brand strategy and, and, and UX and product and how, like you said, design is like really everywhere that just like blew my mind. And like, it, I feel like it's like the perfect career for me with like, in terms of like creativity and also like, you know, like intellect. Um, but yeah, similar, similar revelation. Yeah. Um, also if we get interrupted at any point, I have a big black lab who is, uh, oh, yeah, fine. he does not like me podcast. <laughs> Uh, are there any designers that you look up to? Um, I'm terrible at like remembering names. Um, one that sticks out to me is Samuel Burgess Johnson. 
Um, so he's like the creative director for the 1975, like pretty much any design you see or like album art you see for them. He's done um, Virgil Abloh recently. Um, I, I wasn't aware of how like prolific he was as like a design thinker until he died, unfortunately, but he has a lot of like really amazing um, like lectures and stuff like at Harvard, like graduate school design, highly recommend anyone looking them up. Um, Virgil's a big inspiration in terms of design thinking. Um, what do you yeah, mean by are, that? Um, I guess like design thinking is like a way of like looking at the world. It's like, it's kind of like problem solving. Um, he was so like uh, multidisciplinary. Like, I mean, he started as like an architect major um, and then ended up, you know, designing furniture and clothing and whatnot. Um, and he says a really interesting way of you, like you watch his lectures on design and it's not about like design at all. It's all about just like the way that you think about things. And um, it's like a way of looking at the world. Got you. I don't know if I'm the only one who does this. I can't be the only one. It's got to be somewhat universal. But when I write essays, I think about the aesthetic of like how it looks like with the paragraph, like, and so forth. Yeah. Um, and not just like number of lines, but I don't know how <laughs> it's kind of yeah. weird. I guess, I guess I'm not the only one that does that, but I've never heard somebody say it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah uh, it's, it's kind of fun. But uh, on to continuum, actually. Uh, so what is kind of the grand thesis behind that? What, are, what does Continuum do? Yeah, um, so Continuum is a social platform for creatives. And our goal is to build like a global vocational school for the future of the digital economy. So any like digital skill, um, whether that's podcasting or learning how to do public speaking or designing social media, uh, running Twitter accounts, whatever that is, uh, we want to be kind of like the decentralized, centralized hub to like learn all of that. Um, and we focus on short form content and community. Um, so kind of the way that we came to the idea of the platform is like, we already have this incredible community happening. Um, like we were doing a lot of content marketing for like the previous iteration of the platform, um, you know, like tips on TikTok and Instagram and, you know, making guides and things like that. We were like, hold on, this is like performing so much better than, you know, like our silly tools platform. And like, why don't we tap into this community? And I had also been like a creator for like, uh, I guess, um, like four years now. Um, and there's just so much free content out there. Um, and also being a self-taught creative, like I'm like a product of this community. So basically we're building um, a platform just for them. Cause right now we're kind of like Frankensteining like an educational and community experience together through like Instagram, which is like a photos, and I guess now shopping app and, and YouTube, which, you know, is more entertaining. Um, so yeah, that was my ramble. <laughs> oh, you're all good. Uh, that's, that's really cool um, to hear the whole a whole plan about it um i have somebody the actual podcast before you um when i'm releasing this uh jack reigns he writes for liquidity um mm. and i feel like he could write a solid shit posting uh how to shit post course yeah would be kind of cool i'd um, actually take you up on that for sure yeah yeah i'll i'll make the intro in the twitter dms um yeah yeah that's what kind of courses are you seeing most popular on there um, we don't have a ton of content on the platform right now, but in terms of like uh, what we're going to focus on producing over the next couple months, obviously like Web3 is big and we are a Web3 startup, but more so like from a creative's perspective, like, um, you know, how do I make an NFT? Like, how do I work with Web3 startups? Like, what even is this? Um, and then also just like newer tools, um, things like Squine and 3D and doing animation, stuff like that. Um, you know, TikTok 101, how to like create a personal brand. Those are things that like people are uh, paying attention to a lot right now. So, got you. Um, so, launching on Product Hunt, how did you guys? How did you guys get to number three? 
Um, we had actually done a product hunt launch before, um, the Gen Z guide to freelancing. Um, so I guess we kind of had some, we, we got like 8,000 downloads and also like number three for that. So I guess we kind of had like some data there. Um, yeah, just like posting, you know, pushing TikToks, you know, towards the product hunt, uh, stuff like that. That's you. And did you guys raise money? Yeah. So we're currently raising, um, we had raised a pre-seed before for the other iteration, um, yeah, right now we're raising our seed, which is going super well. We should be closing soon. Good. I keep seeing you post about hiring. Yeah, um, we just hired a community director, which is super exciting. It's, it can take some weight off my shoulders. Um, product manager, uh, got some folks working on like a, a more cohesive rebranding, uh, devs. Yeah, kind of all over the place. It's very exciting though, to finally like be able to like put our foot on the gas. Yeah, for real. So how does... How, do you, how did you kind of transfer from being the freelancer to now hiring people? Um, has that been a big switch? Um, I feel like I, I'm just now starting it. Um, I did do a little bit of subcontracting when I was a freelancer, but it's honestly very, very similar. Um, we don't quite have like any full-time employees yet. So I think that's going to be an interesting challenge. Um, yeah. Got you. We'll and see. <laughs> yeah yeah what do you like to do outside of outside of work and outside of design um recently I've been like over the last like year I've been really obsessed with like thrift shopping um it's kind of like treasure hunting I love doing that um I also love like nature I love like rock hounding which is like literally going to like old mines and like digging for crystals again very very similar to the like thrifting I love like just meditative like looking for stuff all day um yeah I love TikTok I love consuming like culture like uh, I love um I know like euphoria is over now but like during euphoria like all like the insane like like commentary on it just like so silly but like I could just watch it for like hours so cultural stuff uh love to learn about that too yeah for real I I don't know my life changed for the better when I realized that Twitter is useful I like my growing up for like I mean I used to post funny shit when I was 15 and it would do well because my friends Mm -hmm. were on there and then I stopped for a while and I just thought like Twitter was useless it's just a like a um, social media and then I was Mm -hmm. like oh like I could actually change my life and make money from being on Twitter and being active and making friends like what that's crazy yeah I mean Twitter is I mean Twitter is what LinkedIn should have been and (laughs) literally every single event like in the last two years for me that has like changed my life has come through Twitter like um, like I found one of my mentors, Ben, who ended up basically getting me into tech through Twitter. Um, I found Gen Z VCs through Twitter. I found like all of like my closest friends and people that I've like met up with at, you know, different conferences through Twitter. Like I seriously owe my life and career to that stupid app. Um, but yeah, I agree. More people should take it seriously. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> uh, you were at East Denver, right? Yeah, I was. How was your experience? Um... It was good. I really didn't get to go to like a lot of like the actual like conference events, but it's always fun just like making friends with, you know, other people in Web3 and other like really young, ambitious people. Um, Cause like, I feel like, especially as a dropout, um, you know, you don't get to do that. And then also just being in Web3 and also an entrepreneur, it's just like a very, very tiny community. Um, so it, it's a lot of fun just to, like hang out with people. Um, lots of going to Temple. Lots, lots of DJ sets. Um, I did get to see Vitalik speak, which is pretty cool. Um, some stickers, you know. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of stickers as well. Um, yeah, it was some of the best four days of my life, just uh, being around people who mm-hmm. have similar ambitions and are, are trying to grow this thing. It's, yeah. yeah, 
so much fun. Where are you, where are you based out of now? Uh, right now I'm in New York. So I'm going to okay. be living here this summer, probably permanently. I think I, I really love New York. So, yeah. Nice. I'm in Jersey, but I'm very heavily considering coming to New York and it feels like that's yeah. where all my smart, ambitious friends are. So, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely the place. Um, I saw you like you're in New Brunswick. I have family in Bayonne. Do you okay. where that? Yeah, it's uh, close to Jersey City. Okay, all right, got you. So yeah. North, North I was Street. um yeah, I was like uh I was there for a couple of weeks at my family's house, just like hopping from like I would take like Jersey City train to the city. It's like 45 minutes. Um so yeah, but now I'm now I'm in New York staying at a friend's place. So nice, nice. Mm-hmm. What do you like to do in New York? thrifting um we went to the goodwill bins in queens the other day and if you're not familiar it's literally like uh i don't know if it's like before like it goes to the stores or after it goes to the stores but it's just like like huge like i don't even know like two ton bins of clothes and there's literally like a buzzer and apparently like we went when it was like pretty chill but apparently like like they were literally doing announcements like please don't fight please don't run and people like it's by the pound. So you, so you thrift by the pound and you're just like, people are just like going through these bins. Um, that's fun. I want to go there again. Uh, I love food. I love just like trying new restaurants, um, hanging out with people. Like there's always like something happening like every single night, which is great. Um, yeah. Got you. Yeah, I love thrifting. This the shirt is thrifted and it's really cool. Honestly, nice. one of the yeah. coolest shirts I own. And it, yeah. yeah, it always feels so fulfilling when you find it too. It's like it's like like treasure. Yeah. I love it. I could talk Yo, about it for hours. What do you think about this business idea? Vintage business apparel, basically like. So I I got this dope Amer- uh, Goldman Sachs tote bag mm. from their IPO in the '90s, and I'm like, oh my I feel god, like, yeah, it's great. I feel like the wealthy people would buy this shit. Like it's part yeah, of my like, culture. It's it's what I follow. You know. Yeah, like millennial or like Gen X um people that you know like like basically like 90s babies or like 90s teens would love it um speaking of which i found this at the thrift store the other day uh totally forgot about it um yeah but it's like a metal apple logo uh five bucks um so i i definitely buy with the business idea vintage uh how does one scale that business though i don't know It's, it's hard to find i feel like you're probably better off on ebay i think people probably have already caught on though i guarantee you there's like like 90s apple sweatshirts going for like 200 bucks um yeah oh, I would there definitely the are them. there definitely are that's where I got the Goldman Sachs I got an Amex one too because I worked there mm-hmm. and um I just mean like one brand focused solely on that shit I feel like um I, I don't know I don't know if that's been done but we'll see yeah It'd be do fun. It. yeah mm-hmm. I kind of want to also I, I yeah like... I... sorry I was saying no. I would end up keeping it all to myself that's the problem that's yo Yo, that's such a problem. I used to go thrift shopping and I bought like two of these coach jackets and then kept them both because yeah. I was, I was going to sell them, but I didn't. Um, yeah. It was, it was not my best move, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so it goes. Yeah, I I really want to like get some Web3 centric clothing. Um, I tweeted that earlier. Like, I feel like Jack Butcher is the only one doing it well. Um, mm, I don't know this stuff. Yeah, if you go to visualizevalue.com, he has like he has a black sweatshirt that just says internet on it in white. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, and then he has another one that says wag me. Um, he had another one that said Bology was right, but I think he took that down and that pisses me off because that's one I wanted. 
Oh my gosh. Oh, speaking of Web3 merch, there's, um, have you heard of Satoshi Inks? I'll have to send it to you. Um, no. I was at the, what was it? Tiesto concert. Um, and this guy had like, it's the Bitcoin white paper, but mm. on a shirt. And like, I love like, like black and typography and it was just like a super nice aesthetic, but um, I'll send it to you right now. It is so cool. Um, yeah, my friend Perina and I, we, we like to do some like creative stuff on the side. Um, we're really interested in like, maybe like making rings or yeah, just like cool merch. Um, Cause I feel like a lot of like website merch or tech merch in general is not akin to like streetwear. Mm-hmm. Um, so making like tech merch that is like streetwear. Um, my friend Prad, um, who's with Sonar, it's like a blockchain startup. Uh, he has a very cool shirt that he just gave me. It's in like all of my TikToks, um, but it, it, it hits that like black and white streetwear yet web three vibe. Um, yeah, this this is the business right here, making um, web three streetwear. Yeah. Yes. All right. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> um, question, uh, kind of thesis on creator economy. Where do you think? Where do you think that's going over the next few years? Are, is everybody going to be a creator? Like, or, I mean, we all kind of are, but are we yeah. going to be able to make livings from it? Like a lot of people, or is it still going to be the minority? Um, I think everyone's going to be a creator. Everyone's going to have a personal brand. I think the line between personal brand and businesses and or startups is going to get very blurry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think face of brand is going to be very big. Um, key hires being like key early hires being creators or brand forward people can be a big thing. Um, the next unicorn type people, I think in the past was like, you know, designers that can code and now it's going to be developers that can make TikToks or designers that can make TikToks or social media managers that can make TikToks. Yes. Um, basically, um, I'm, I'm very biased because that's like me, um, <laughs> but I think Every single, you know, I mean, I was just helping my uh, friends like write a, a job description for a creator this morning. Um, they, they need them, like videos, the future content, educational content marketing and, and value-based marketing is the future. So um, yeah, in terms of like the more traditional creator, like Emma Chamberlain, Jake Paul stuff, I don't have too many thoughts on that. Um, I think more creator brands are definitely gonna be happening. Um, and marketing is just going to get more intertwined, like with our, our life, um, and ads are going to be very sneaky, um, but better produced instead of just, you know, like buy our product, buy our product. It's going to be, you know, here's like a 10 minute YouTube video of me, um, you know, styling these products or, um, how it actually integrates in my life. Um, again, back to like that, the value-based marketing. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Ads are getting sneakier already. Like sometimes you're just watching an ad and you don't know you are. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, I have another friend named Matt Matt Young who who's he's got like 40k followers on TikTok, uh, teaching coding tutorials. He's like uh, mm-hmm. does coding at at um, Deloitte, and we're uh, him and I have been brainstorming like ways to monetize it. Do you have any advice? Like he's he's made some money off ads and he's done. Um, he's thinking about courses, but yeah, what's kind of your thoughts on that? Also, if you hear a squeaking, it is my dogs. No problem. Yeah. 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 Um, well, one, I wish Continuum's product was uh, where it's going to be in like a year. Cause I would just say use Continuum and, you know, sell courses or um, upload Fair content or earn tokens. Um, so definitely follow Continuum. Um, keep up with that. Um, if I was a developer, uh, I would just, um, you know, reach out to build space, reach out to Lambda School, reach out to any product that teaches code. Um, and create brand deals with them or create content with them. 
um, sell your own resources or assets, have workshops. Um, cohort courses are really powerful, even more so than like, you know, just like a PDF course or recorded course. Um, that's probably what I would do. That's really smart. I love the idea of borrowing other people's audiences. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I've done a lot. I was running a newsletter called Wellness Tech Bite Weekly for a while. And that's kind of how I grew my following was I would interview people who are like a lot bigger, like, um, you know, and uh, they'd retweet it and share it. And it's kind of cool. And now, um, mm -hmm. yes, yeah, I, I think it's a great way to grow. Yeah. And especially if you do it well, like organically and, and be genuine about it, you know? Yeah, that's that's super important with content. Um, you can always tell when things aren't genuine. I don't, I don't know why that is, but it's just it's, it's instant to pick up on. Um, even if you're just like an audience member. Uh, or like a viewer like they can tell instantly oh for real for real I yeah <laughs> yeah I uh, so when I was doing wellness tech by weekly it was the the idea was to sell ads on it eventually you know mm -hmm. and I was like I don't want to do that um so yeah. I switched over and I you know for for that reason and for other reasons like um I switched over to do focus a lot on brain blast which is the newsletter and podcast and the goal with that is eventually you know like sell membership um just mm -hmm. like it's could be if i could make my whole living from a newsletter that would be uh, a dream come true you know um yeah I, I think that's a much more healthy model and um healthy for everybody mentally and like for the audience and the creator yeah it's um, hard but yeah <laughs> Is the TikToks you're making, is that under the Brain Blast brand? Uh, no, but it could be now that I think about it. I might. Yeah, yeah they're kind of, they're goofy. Um, one of them was like a teen in therapy in the metaverse and then uh, Tinder in 2032. And it was just me like talking up a girl and then showing a picture of a board ape. And it was like, yeah, that's Tinder. Yeah, I was, I literally just made a TikTok today. I'm going to post it tomorrow probably. It's just like social, like being on social media is inherently cringy um even when I've had like videos go viral like showing them to my friends like they're just they're just a little bit corny but that's that's just what works and that's like the nature of like putting yourself out there on TikTok you it, it's very performative um yeah, yeah I, I definitely feel where you're coming from I feel like anybody that makes fun of them or anybody who makes fun of anybody on this is just like jealous and like yeah for the most part 99% is just like jealous that they can't do it it's like when people talk down your dreams it's just like they're scared um, yeah or it's like every white guy hates jack harlow it's like oh you just yeah. wish you were jack harlow like, yeah yeah um i think it's an interesting avenue for you to go though maybe growing your personal brand um as opposed to just the brain blast brand because people tend to connect with like people more um so maybe i would just I, i'd probably keep it as like jason levin how are you Is yeah for sure for sure i'll plug my newsletter i recently switched up so i was a big like very bullish on keeping people as profile pictures like myself on mm -hmm. Twitter and then I was like you know what brain blast is kind of dope and I have this nft that has a fox with 666 on it and money in its mouth like yeah I don't know this is kind of badass I'll, I'll keep it like that what are your thoughts on that I know you have an nft as your profile picture right um I do right now um it's supporting an impact owl that's helping out Ukraine uh and I okay. did the design for it uh typically I <laughs> this is so funny like I've had friends before um like when my friends had like a coven like fully thought I was talking to like a black woman and it was like not and I was like <laughs> we were gonna meet up and I was like hey can I see what you guys look like they sent pictures I was like oh okay yeah you were you were not a woman um and it's also kind of annoying too sometimes um again just like meeting up people or like 
like I was in the airport in Denver and I had like synced with some people to like, you know, Uber back. And I was like, I don't know what you look like. Like it's just an ape or like whatever NFT it is. Um, yeah, I actually literally got headshots done because someone was like, oh, you're like the, the black and orange girl. I was like, oh my God, no, that's not what I want to be known as. So I'm, I'm a big fan. In short, I'm a big fan of having um, your face as a profile picture um, or just, you know, I should be able to scroll through your photos and see what you look like. Yeah. Uh, especially if, if you're trying to like if you're DMing people like meet up um maybe this is just like a man thing like you just don't think to like share what you look like um but no, I, I got to you 100 i i think it's really funny i don't know if uh you were following like heretic con and stuff mm-hmm. but so so mike solana has uh something in his profile picture it's not an nft but it's not him mm-hmm. and then it turned out that he's like incredibly good looking and people were mm-hmm. so so confused and they're like what like this yeah. guy is not like a, an idiot. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know. There's, there's something weird about it. Like I do feel weirder messaging people with NFTs almost, but at the same time, like it's part of the culture. It's kind of fun. So why yeah, not? it is fun. It is. And it's going back to like the days of like, like true early metaverse stuff where everyone's like an avatar. Um, but I was like, I'm pretty big on personal brand. And so I like having a picture, but basically if you have an NFT, as you put that picture and you intend on meeting up with people, please have an image of yourself somewhere or like your name is like the real name or, or something. Yes, That's my closing I statement. Agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, any, any thoughts on where the metaverse is going? Um, hmm, I feel like we're already in the metaverse and I've been in the metaverse for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. Like I mentioned, like my fan page, like I've had internet friends forever. I had Club Penguin, I had DS. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think in terms of like ex- metaverse like experiences like i've been in some like what you're doing like, this little like co-working things and like gather and it's like a it's like gamifying stuff um i don't know i'm not super bullish on the metaverse i mean i think in terms of like obviously like ar is gonna be very cool and vr is gonna be very cool but in terms of it like revolutionizing like concerts or or work i don't, I don't really see that happening um I, I'm, I'm very fine with like zoom yeah i i feel you i I'm writing an essay right now for for a company about just we're already there. We're we're in the metaverse. Yeah. It's like each website has its own kind of metaverse. Like you yeah. know, um, you know, I put out essays on Substack, and I was thinking like, what would a Substack metaverse or what would it look like in ten years? And I was imagining like, oh, gather coffee shop where people could exchange ideas and articles and mm. talk. It's like I do love the idea of that. So by if by metaverse you mean like more community oriented, like yeah, I'm down. Like I would love yeah. to. But I'm really bullish on like uh, IRL stuff. The the URL to IRL pipeline, I think, is is something important. Yeah, I I'm bullish on IRL too. Um, I've tweeted this before though. Whenever like you know, we say like, what's better, like like online or IRL? Like obviously, everyone thinks IRL is better. <laughs> but I, I do like to argue the point, like um, especially with like COVID and everything just being more remote now. Like it just has given so many people so many opportunities. Like I would not be in tech or in design um, had I not had access to like um url remote stuff um so i think it's i I don't like bashing on like remote because um it's so important and changing so many lives Um, and i'm also building i guess kind of a remote community startup too we definitely want to do like in-person events but a large part of our community is going to be you know remote and online so got you and could you explain a bit about how the continuum tokens work Yeah, um, so users earn tokens for viewing content or interacting with content, interacting with the community and also posting content. Um, 
Yeah, so it's like rewards. Um, and basically- and tokens are exchangeable, are they, are they ERC tokens or? Yeah, they're gonna be ERC tokens um, to start. I mean, this is like a very like long-term vision. So we probably won't have like, uh, we have the token, but it probably won't be able to be like traded on like a decentralized exchange for like probably like a year, 18 months. We wanna be like very careful about how we're setting up our tokenomics. Um, but yeah, so eventually it'll be able to be traded on decentralized exchange and also traded in app for things like courses, maybe a service or a merch or like an NFT, um, stuff like that. Yeah, you're like creating a whole digital economy. It's kind of badass. Yeah, thank you. I'm yeah. exciting. Yeah, yeah, this has been an awesome conversation. I feel like I have a lot of thoughts that I'm going to go write about. <laughs> cool, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, where can people find you? Um, pretty much at Jamie Gannon everywhere, just like my name. Um, yeah, and then at Continuum XYZ, um, find me through there. All right, cool. I'm a, I'm a hit stop, but thank you so much. Cool. All right. That was great.